Yo, no fancy intro, none of that. I'm going to just get into me addressing my my snap and my post from like Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook yesterday. So when I said that they'll bash you with the same mouth they gave you head with, I was not targeting women. It wasn't aimed at women, nor was it targeted at a specific woman. All right? Y'all take that how you want. Because a lot of people refuse to, to see that it's not hate speech because they don't like it and it's covered in fact. And and so with that being said, everybody is going to judge me for what I post, how I post it, what I say, how I say, how I talk, how I walk, how I look. And with Everything that comes with that, eat a dick. Because I'm not going to fit your your narrative. I'm not going to conform because you don't like who I am now. Just because you want me to be with you. Or you want me to change so I can be in your life as your friend, lover, whatever the fuck. You know, I talk shit with the best of everybody, but also with that shit talk comes a little communication and understanding. So without further a fucking do, let's get into like this episode right here, right now. And so last week, you know, we touched on the whole how people get enough, get have, get full of like, get done, full of done, fuck it. We're going to keep the mistakes. Some fucking bloopity bloops, nigga. But seriously, like, we were talking about how, you know, people get with folks who are emotionally damaged and, you know, they keep showing them that they care and that they love them and then like to them to the damaged folks that love is not enough all right so it's weird how people come to me for advice whether they're my best friend whether they're my brother sister cousin aunt uncle even my dad sometimes, I don't, I don't know why he'd be coming to me. I'd be like, nigga, I'm your son. I'm fucking up the way you was fucking up. And it's weird. Don't come to me. You, I'm supposed to come to you for the advice. Not the other way around. See, here's the thing. Um, I guess, like, my dad is slowly 
but surely seeing that I am not like everybody else, you know, and he never really understood that when I was growing up, you know, to where he wanted me to be a biochemist, a doctor, a lawyer, some shit like that, to where I wanted to entertain people, to where I wanted to do music, I wanted to write. I even wanted to rap a little bit, but I couldn't rap, so I was like, fuck it, I'ma just stick to producing. And and this is for the parents who don't understand what what their kids are doing, what their kids want to do. You gotta let your kids get out their dreams. Not yours, not your mom's, not your dad's, but theirs. So if your fucking kid is fucking six, seven, eight years old saying that, A, I want to fucking make the fucking moon out of fucking marshmallows and shit. Like, go to the literal fucking moon and make it into a fucking big-ass marshmallow. Support it. Um, because, like, those moments are, because dreams are going to change. And when they get older, they're going to find what they want to do in life. Like me. I still want to entertain. I still want to tell jokes. I still want to write. I still make music. But also, I want to help kids. I want to help kids find good homes. You know, I want to help kids, you know, stay off the streets and not succumb to the environment. So, to where, like, everybody are judging these kids for doing what they have to do, I want to be the one that actually understands why they're doing it and where they're coming from. Because I was once that kid. You know, even even now, like, people are, like, still bringing up who I used to be. And it's like, y'all don't see who I am now, but that's okay. I don't need y'all to see that. There's plenty of other people who know the story. And they haven't passed judgment at all. So they know about the robbing, the stealing, the doing whatever it takes to, like, make sure I had money in my pocket. That didn't, that wasn't my money. They, they knew that. Right. So a lot of parents don't allow their children to be children. I can honestly say that I had the opportunity to be a child, but I chose to be big dog on campus everywhere I went. You know, everybody's a Billy Badass until they run into Billy Badass. 
And it just so happened that, like, I ran into Billy Badass, got into a scuffle, lost. But I wouldn't say that, like, you can't, hum- you can't humble somebody who was already humble. So, like, it just gave me determination to, like, take down this big motherfucker, right? And so, even as adults, right, we still have those adversities that we have to face. Our kids have to face those adversities. You know? And it's... And it's tough to like to see now and like not even like licensed yet to see that like some of these kids and some of these parents are having a hard time discuss bipolar disorder, manic depression, and every other mental illness there is. So, she is not my child, but me and her grew up together, and I would say that she is the only person who even remotely matters to me as far as, like, people go. Now, I'm not saying that nobody else in my circle matters to me. But, like, I feel like if I would lose her, I would lose myself because I had a, I had a big part in, in being in this, like, this young lady's life. And I figured, why not do an episode for, for the young lady who... Well, I wouldn't say help raise, but you know, every day after school, I was there. While her mama went to work, I babysat. She peed on me, she spit on me, threw up, all that good shit. But to this day, I love her like she was my own kid. You know, um,. Nessie, this is for you. I never thought that a child who wasn't my own could change my life. Until until someone came home with you. No, I'm not going to say your mother's name because she told me if I did, she'd fuck me up. So that person's your mother. She going to beat my ass if I say a name. So to honestly tell you, me and your mom never really worked out. It's like, have crazy my music soul, child. The song that would put you to sleep. And the song that we would argue fucking, that we would fucking argue to. But the thing about me and mom was she was 
even to this day, she's like the most amazing woman in the fucking world. She's the greatest. And the fact that you came from her body, that makes you just as amazing. I'll never, you'll never understand that you like not even saying happy Father's Day to me, but just replacing it with like happy Uncle's Day or whatever. That will always be something I cherish. And due to the fact that you've never really saw me as your dad, but you did see me as a positive role model. And it's because of you that I chose to want to try to help kids in the first place. And I got sidetracked because I never really understood parenthood. And I never really understood the life of a teenage parent. But neither did your mom. You know? And I'ma just say, your mom hated dreams so fucking much. I don't know why. But then, you know, she had poured like fucking Snapple over his fucking head when they were like kids. So I get it. They were mortal enemies. But yet. He was there. He was there too. He was there nights where you cried and I didn't know how to stop a baby from crying and Google didn't have shit. Because, you know, fucking Google and fucking lullabies didn't work. But I think it's probably because I have put your diaper on the wrong way. But don't your mother go hear this shit anyway. So she gonna know she gonna fuck me up. So it's weird. Like, you know, how your name, Janessa, and your mama name is, yeah, 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 she, she really wanted to, like, just have a matching name with her kid, I feel like if you was a boy, your name still would have been Janessa, and I don't, and then she had, like, this whole thing of the name Jessica, and it's like, lady, pick a fucking name, because whatever you name this baby, she's gonna be dope. She's gonna be great. And she's gonna have the, the niggas behind her. And that's what we did. And, you know, certain, certain things that I missed. And certain things I was there for. Um, you know, I didn't miss your first steps. Uh, I didn't miss your first bird flip. Because I taught you that. 
Damn it, I'm incriminating myself. We podcast, and your mother gonna hear this shit. I'm gonna get my ass beat. Mm. But seriously, you are like the biggest and best thing to ever happen to to me, to your mom. You know. Your dad kind of wish he could be here to see how big you grow. You know, he would have been proud. You know, even even though things got hard, your mom would have moved fucking mountains just to make sure you didn't go without. And that was the thing about how fucking cool like everybody was. So whenever she had to work, you know, everybody was just like, all right, cool. Like, I'll babysit. You were worth missing school most days. And then like other days, you know, I just wished that your dad was around so I didn't have to miss school. Now, by any means, I am blaming you for any of my choices. Because... You, you've made everybody better. And whoever comes around you will feel that, that same pride, that same joy, that same love when, when you speak to them. So don't ever think that you were ever a mistake. You were never wanted because I believe without you, me and your mom would still hate each other. I mean, we hate each other now, but it's not like that pure hatred. But it's like that hatred, like, hey, like, you think you're so fucking smart. I hate you. Because she hate when I'm right, and then she also hate when I'm just like, hey, that's not really going to happen like that. But she just hate when I'm right. And I'm not always right, but when I am, I am. I'm, I'm sure of it. And then, you know, and your mom is always right about, about certain shit with me. You know, um... She was like the first person who uh, whoever speared me because, you know, she didn't, because she just thought that like a fucking wrestling move was a fucking ta- legal tackle 
in in football and it kind of is but it's kind of not but you know i should have just ddt to shit but that's your mother and i you know i love i love your mother <laughs> i love your mother you know like she means the fucking world to me and which she does you both do and i know this sounds like rambling and i should get to the fucking point and what i'm saying to you is happy 14th birthday you big-headed motherfucker you get that from your daddy my brother well my like the the super older brother who you know he yeah he's super older brother because he was he was super dumbass i was the dumbass by him your daddy he was a super dumbass no, but I wanted to dedicate these last episodes to you. Well, last last few minutes of this episode to you. And in Vanessa, I said your name. You're not even here. You can't beat me up. But seriously, like. Take care of your mom, you know, and take care of my damn niece. Get something done about that big ass forehead. That shit is fucking dangerous. She fucking go around fucking tail whipping shit. Probably could fucking break fucking bricks with that fucking dome. But seriously, like, happy 14th birthday. I love you, and you are the best. Oh, yeah, before I leave, tune in. Same Toxic Tom, same Toxic App, same Toxic Channel, same Toxic Avenger, slash Luchador El Toxico, and love yourselves, check in your strong friends, we out.